this is Sam. And this is A Taste of Reality Podcast. Samantha, how's everything been going? Everything's going great. So you were saying you're a little, you're not extroverted or introverted, but you've been overexerting yourself. Yeah, I'm very moderate, as I was telling Allie, but when I am with people for too long, I'm like, oh, I gotta go home. And when I'm home for too long, I'm like, I have to go out. So I'm... I also like to nest. I don't know. I am a cancer, and someone recently told me that, like, oh, yeah, obviously you like to nest your cancer. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. They're like, you live in a shell. And I was like, oh, thanks. Is, is that what it is? I don't – I have no idea. I am not the <laughs> I, like, I, I don't I know. Someone just told me I live in a shell. I don't know what that means. Yeah. I have no idea what that means. I'm not into horoscopes or cosmetology or cosmology, whatever it is. Or cosmopolitan. Yeah, I'm not into cause. I'm not either. I'm not into cosmetology or cosmology, whatever. I'm not really into horoscopes, so yeah, I don't know what that means. But yeah, I've been a little bit too much, too much playing, too much working, not enough me time. Right. Which what does you time look like? Well, as I told you, I I think I told you right before we recorded. People are like, "Oh, I need to go home to my cat." I'm like, "I need to go home to my pie." Mm-hmm. Like eating is yeah. time. eating dessert in front of like a delicious TV show that I've been saving for this moment. I'm that person going on a walk, reading, working out. That's all me time. Listening to music, me time. Just me time. You're like I just don't want to see anyone's <laughs> fucking face, okay? Or I want to see it in passing, like a beautiful stranger that I don't have to talk to. Like two ships passing in the night. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yep. No, I feel the same way. I feel the exact same way. I'm like, I'm uh, boarding right now. I'm not boarding. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm house-sitting. Dogs and dog-sitting and fish-sitting. They have some really cool clownfish that, it. you know, I don't generally take care of fish and I'm doing a good job and I know what I'm supposed to do, but this is the most, like, one that I'm scared the most of fucking up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, they're freshwater fish, and they're just, like, they just look so fragile. <laughs> I once had a betta fish named Jaws. It would not die. It would not die. It, it, it just kept living. It lived through my older brother having him, which is scary enough. It was basically, like, a fish living in a frat house. Fish in a frat house. <laughs> that should definitely be a movie. Uh, and then came to me, and then I had it for years, and then I had to pass it on to a friend because I didn't want it anymore. It was like, I don't know. I mean, I didn't want it to die. I just didn't want to fish anymore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. So I had to rehome a beta fish, which I don't, I think that's the first time in history a fish has been rehomed twice, right? They're sensitive. They're sensitive. I couldn't keep fish alive as a kid. I only have, I only have a little over a week here to keep them, keep them good. No, I mean I'm, I'm doing a good job. I know, I know the drill, but, but they're sensitive, you know. Gotta, gotta, totally. gotta like watch their fresh water. Yeah, three dogs, easy peasy. Three fish, eh, a little more tricky. So let's start off with our people, place, and thing. What is your? Do you want to start us off? Yeah, I got it. My thing is 
the um, Flatiron Arts Building in Chicago in Booker Park. It's an amazing, really cool art building. It's basically like a maze um, that smells like incense and you just get lost in it. No, really? Artists, well, it's very cool because artists use it as their studios or their apartments. And it's like a very weird shaped building on the inside. It feels like a maze. And every artist has like incense burning separately in their own apartment. So the hallway feels like very trippy and the okay. directions are like this studio 20 steps this way and to the right the exit is 40 steps and to the left and i'm like are these the steps of a grown man or a toddler <laughs> tell me but how I many saw sh- but i saw i saw a show there and they have like two theaters and they're really cool and the show is we still like you and it's basically people coming on usually comedians sharing their most shameful stories and at the end everyone shouts at them we still like you and then you get to do a Q&A. So it was awesome. It was very funny. So yeah, my thing is adult acne because that's what's happening to me. Ever since I moved to Chicago, I don't know what the fuck it is. My hair and my skin is just going crazy. And I don't understand what these things on my face are because they are not paying rent. They don't have a mortgage. They, no. don't, they haven't signed a lease to be a part of this. No. So very upsetting. And then my Unwelcome person, guests. Unwelcome as fuck. Yeah. And my person... Is my new dermatologist who I hope will be able to fix this for me. Did she get you on spiralactone? No, unfortunately it is a man. Sorry to all <laughs> the men out there, but I prefer to see female doctors because I don't trust y'all bastards. Um, so unfortunately it's a man, um, but hopefully he can figure it out. Yeah. I mean, male, males are still competent. Yeah, despite their, despite their brains being slightly smaller. They're still yeah, they're just slightly <laughs> just smaller. Kidding. Just slightly smaller. I'm just kidding. We're just kidding, our one male listener. We're just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, they have me on spiralactone and it's good. It works really good. I'm a fan. Oh, is your skin clear? Um kind of. Much clearer than it was. So I'm still just That's holding good. on hope. Um, apparently more wi- adult women are getting acne before than before and they don't know why, and I'm like, diet. Yeah. And hormones and shit like that, obviously. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, yep. What is, what's your shout out? Okay, my shout out is my person is my cousin Megan, who has one of the hardest jobs in the world, and she called me. She had a really hard case. She works with kids, early childhood intervention, so it's a lot of kids that were born on drugs and, um, you know, alcohol syndrome and uh, just a lot of abuse cases. And she had a really tough case, and just, I love her, and she does some amazing work, and I'm just really proud of her. And my place is Ross. It, it, Samantha, I love Ross Dress for Less. And I know- I love Ross, too. Th- I know this isn't my first time talking about my love for that store. I know. I was actually in the store, I think I might have shared this last time, but I was in the store with Catherine and I ended up yelling, I love Ross Dress for Less. Let's be honest, it was probably my shout out a few weeks ago. I do not remember, but it's amazing. And so Saturday, I went to Goodwill and I was looking in the sports section and I was like, oh my god, they got two little like, for like a small little boat paddles, like for a kid's boat. And I was like okay, this is weird, and then went to Ross, signed from fucking God, nine ninety nine. 
a little inflatable boat that fits a, like, a grown person and a child. And so I went back and I got the oars and now I got a boat set for, like, 12 bucks. That's awesome. Yeah, I can just pull that baby out on the lake whenever I want to. Like, I don't need no kid to do that. So, anyway, so that was a good Saturday. I really, I really dominated the game. It's been good. It's been a good weekend. Well, guys, we have a special guest. We have Molly on the podcast. She has been a good friend of mine for like four years now. Just about, yeah. Oh, man. And then uh, she's actually the one who sent us in the request to do my super sweet 16. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Honored to be on your podcast. Yes, you've been you've been an active listener from the I, beginning. I have actually. I've listened to every episode. Oh. It makes me smile and laugh oh. every time. It makes me <laughs> smile. Um, Samantha, you want to take away our uh, food section? Absolutely. Um, so I wanted us to review some international food news. Okay, um, I like this. So, um, something that I think a lot of people, um, or like I think is coming more into at least a Western mainstream is Korean culture, specifically Korean food and K-pop and K-dramas. Oh my gosh. We know how you feel about K-dramas. Uh, yes. It's not even embarrassing anymore. No. (laughs) It's not embarrassing at all. It's definitely... It's becoming a trend, I think, now, since it's on Netflix and stuff. You know when you start to do something, and it's at first a little embarrassing, and then it becomes so much a part of who you are and maybe your lifestyle that it's, like, not embarrassing anymore. <laughs> like, like you, everything you I'm possibly... passionate about? Yeah. 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 Like, there's no way you can maintain that commitment to something and be embarrassed about it. Like, it just doesn't... Those two things don't go. No. Exactly. No. <laughs> So here's some Korean foods or some Korean food trends. Some of these are more traditional, and some of these are probably going to be a little more trendy. Okay. Um, have you guys heard of kimchi? Yes. Yeah. I love a good kimchi. Yes. It's fermented vegetables, and it's super good. I actually love it because I think having fermented things is really good for your digestion, so mm-hmm. you guys are you guys are all about it. I'm all about it. I'm all about, we were just talking about it, like, I'm all about vinegar. Mm-hmm. Like, I could, I think I could have vinegar, like, in every single meal. Like, salt and really? vinegar, chips. Oh, my God, I love it. Does it tear up my mouth? Absolutely. <laughs> Do I sometimes have, like, skin coming out? Like, yeah, but I love me some vinegar. I love vinegar, too. Not maybe that much, but I do. <laughs> I do Not enjoy it. I enjoy it with my meal, not as my meal. I'll just say that. Yeah. I'll just say that. There is at the farmer's market here in Austin, there is this lady who does uh, carrot kimchi. Mm. And oh, oh my God, it was so good. And you just like fry it up with some eggs. Oh, oh so good. That's amazing. That's cool. Yes. Well, I mean, I guess saute. Whatever. I don't. <laughs> Same as, thing. Yeah, right? it's like, yes, we have a food podcast. Do I know any technical term when it comes to cooking? No, no, no. Do we're in, we're food enthusiasts. Yeah, you're an expert at eating food. It's yes, yes, yes. I'm an expert at opening my favor app and being like, what what's on the what's on the menu today? For sure, that's where my skills lie as well. Yeah. The next thing is. Um, fried chicken, actually. 
Wait, what do you Korean mean? fried chicken? Yeah. So basically, KFC Kentucky Fried Chicken opened up in Korea. Oh, <coughs> oh boy. Oh my. Excuse no me. And then um, Korea uh, Korean shop owners started to open up their own chicken shops, and basically. Um, it's become like Korean fried chicken. So like KFC, but instead of Kentucky, it's Korean. And they have their own special sauces, like (laughs) Korean sauces they put on it. And it's like this whole thing. Like it's like, it's like bar food. It's like street food in Korea. It's like blown up. Yeah. But does it still have the kernel? Is Reba still their (laughs) peep person? I'm just confused. Absolutely. No, no. It's like a whole different thing and it's super good. But okay. But it is called KFC. They do call them KFCs, yeah. From what I'm reading and from what I've heard, they are considered KFCs. I but need to go, see the logo. Is it not is the kernel? Is it not no, the kernel? These are not their own. These are not – this is not the KFC, like Kentucky Fried Chicken. These are individual shop owners. So these are individual oh. shops that might have different names, but they're okay. all going to be called Korean Fried Chicken, which an acronym for that is KFC, ironically. Yes, and, like, I guess it's just my American brain that's like, wait – KFC is KFC. Like, I can't. I'm like, I need a kernel. No, I get what you're saying now. We got it. So basically, American food habits are polluting the world. Okay, next. Um, <laughs> no, I loved that. Um, honeycomb soft serve. So basically, you what? have soft serve. Yeah. So soft serve, but then you have like little bits of honeycomb that come out within the soft serve and kind of like honey that's kind of struggled. With. Yeah. Doesn't and that a little sound good? crunch. Yes. Yes. That's how, you know that's how really I love special. my chocolate covered honeycomb. Mm. Have you ever tried it? Chocolate covered honeycomb? Yeah. No. Okay. I've never, I've never had it either. It, we're going to – I really will send you a care package, Samantha. This is going to happen. Molly's laughing because she's listened to all the episodes, and she knows this has, like, been in the making for months now. At first, you were withholding a care package until I got a mic. So now that I have a mic, we have to send each other care You're, packages. I was a dick, but, yeah, we got it now. I understand. I get it. I get why you did that. It's justified. I needed the push. Oh my god, we're now airing our dirty laundry on on record. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next thing that's more like a California trend, less um, South Korea, but Mexican and Korean fusion food, as we know, you know, people in Austin have had cilantro, mm-hmm. cilantro, yeah, that's Are you Korean about- Mexican fusion. Okay. Oh, the restaurant here. It is. There's one called Cilantro. I tried it. It wasn't my favorite, but I only, you know, I only tried it once, so I could have just gotten, like, the wrong, the wrong dish. I think that one's okay. I don't think it's, like, amazing. You know what I mean? I've had it. I didn't, I, I think it might just be that chain. I mean, it's okay, but it's not. Like, the, there's just so many fucking good things in Austin. It's like, if something well, doesn't blow yeah. your mind, it's like, am I going to go again? Probably not. It's true. It's and, like, true. like there's so many food trucks that are have, oh, like, yeah. good Korean food that I'm like, that's what I need to try, not, like, a chain. Because I'm all about that anyway. Just, like, I don't – food trucks are the best thing, like, since sliced bread. Like, for real, it's giving chefs, like, the freedom – to open their own restaurant without having to go through, like, a whole big... Investment. Yeah. And it's, I mean, that's some... Those are, like, my favorite foods in Austin, are food truck foods. banana and it's... Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's so, so good. So good. 
I've been watching lots of Chopped lately. (laughs) Do you watch the show? No. Samantha, it's great. It's on Hulu. (laughs) And and do you know the, do you know like the plot of it? Um, I know it's like a reality show. No? Yeah, it's like a cooking competition, but they give you this box and it includes four ingredients that you have to incorporate into the meal. And it'll be like sea urchin. A cake. <laughs> Leftover waffles. Yeah, and then you have to, like, make something brilliant out of it. It's mm. pretty great. That's awesome. I think you'd like it. I think you'd enjoy it. Anyway, moving on. Sorry. <laughs> this next one, Allie, I know you're going to go crazy for. It's called a J-cone. And oh, what this is, it's, like, as me. big. You yeah, have it's, <laughs> it's as big as your arm, so hold up your arm. It's, like, the J, the straight part of the J is that big, and then it curves around to make a J. And basically, it's a donut that's like a straw in that formation, and they fill the inside of that donut with ice cream, with soft serve ice cream. No. Yeah, and the I, this is exactly what, um, what is it? What are those called? Those hook Christmas food um, candy canes. This is what candy canes should have been. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> those those hooked Christmas foods. <laughs> Well, this is what candy canes should have been. Get mm-hmm. get on it. Yeah. This is a missed opportunity. Yeah, we need a hook, new hooked Christmas food. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title of the episode is Hooked Christmas Foods. <laughs> anyway, sorry, that got me. I had to, I had to take a second. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, doesn't that sound amazing? Like That sounds truly, truly <laughs> incredible. That's evolution, people. That's the next <laughs> step. <laughs> At its at his greatest. This at is its what greatest. Darwin this is what Darwin intended. The ice cream is mobile, it's on the go with you, and it melts less quick because it's in the J cone, apparently. And, and I'm I'm by it. it. Yeah, you just eat it all like Ugh, you the can eat it all. Yeah. Liquid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is this is amazing. You're changing the game for me, Samantha. <laughs> I'm going to Korea. It's my next move. <laughs> I really want to go to South Korea, um, but this next one, I don't know if you're going to be down for. I'm about it. I'll try it. Okay. It's called a sweet potato latte, um, hmm. and basically it's sweet and non-caffeinated, and it uses um, the sugars and the flavor from sweet potato in, like, a latte drink, um, but it has no caffeine. Yeah, you lost me at decaf. I would do it. I would try See, that. See, Molly lives a different lifestyle than I live. <laughs> This morning I had a quad espresso latte and still wanted to take a nap by one o'clock. So <laughs> that's the life I'm living right now. Just oh saying, my gosh. it's not it's not healthy. But the sun has been killing me. It's been like I you got like wind up there in Chicago. It is 103 degrees and I'm walking dogs. It was it's not fun and I'm again. I'm sure I'm gonna bitch about this every episode, so I'm done. I'm done. That was it. That's all I'm. That's all I'm saying about it. But okay, I'm just trying to justify an addiction that I have now. So we'll just move on. Oh my I don't think gosh. I could do it. I don't think I could do it. What if you added a shot of espresso to it? Okay, maybe. <laughs> now you're talking my language. I would do it. I would do it for sure. Although I agree with Allie, it wouldn't count as my coffee. No, it wouldn't. Oh, totally it just not. wouldn't. I can't. Would not. No, I just wouldn't. No. Um, <laughs> no. Even matcha. Like, I love matcha. That doesn't count as my coffee. Yeah. 
It's like Herba I mean, Mate. I love it, but I'm just like, oh, this doesn't count, even though it makes me, like, incredibly manic and, like, more <laughs> than caffeine sometimes. But just, just like, waking up and having coffee, like, it, it'd be, like, a missing puzzle piece to my life. Like, I couldn't, ugh, I just can't, can't, I can't do it. Yeah, I love coffee too much. I love it way too much for that nonsense. Yeah. Um, the next thing you've definitely had this is our kimchi fries. No. I haven't. And what? I really want them. And there's this uh there's a place on favor that we were gonna order from and Catherine wanted it and I was like, uh so next time I'm gonna I'm gonna try it because that sounds great. Kimchi fries. You, How yes. Does that work? So cheesy fries with basically kimchi inside. Mm. And, like, Korean-flavored. Not inside. My bad. Like, okay. on top of mixed in. It's, like, Korean – the version – Korean version of chili fries. Mm. They're super – oh, my gosh. Just, like, yeah. the East Asian Korean sauce with cheese, with kimchi, with a little bit of green onion. Oh. Mm. I just figured out what – poutine? Is that what it is? I've heard of it before, but I don't know what it poutine? is. Poutine? <laughs> what is it? Poutine. <laughs> what is it, Samantha? You sound like you're saying something else. I sound like I'm saying something dirty, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay, what what was I saying and what is it actually? Kimchi fries? What are you what are you asking me? No. Putin. <laughs> Putin. <laughs> no, it's the like Canadian it's the Canadian dish. Oh, the fries. Putin? What does it have on it? Putin? Pantine? Is that what <laughs> it's not pantine. I think it's Putin. <laughs> hold on hold on ariana hmm? production assistant yeah poutine what is it canadian Fries. like junk food poutine poutine <laughs> oh god i can't anyway it's it's fries with like gravy anyway it looks really it looks really good well that was a, that was like a five minute long trying to say a name to something i don't actually know what it is that well Allie, you, you've been talking about pussies for far too long. It's time to move on. Okay, this is my kind of, section. I'm running off. this. Don't worry. I'm going to do a lot of editing on this part. Okay. <laughs> so go on, Samantha. The last Korean trend is watermelon sake. And basically what that is is that they mm. carve out a watermelon and they remove all the juices and flesh of the watermelon. That sounds super, like, graphic but you know what i'm talking about no i know they what you're saying the watermelon they gut the water it sounds still so graphic and then they just pour a bunch of alcohol inside of it and that's mm-hmm. how you drink it not they are not the first americans have been doing things with watermelon and alcohol for a very long time mm-hmm. so that one makes sense to me yeah i i honestly think you know i don't drink alcohol but that kind of sounds good that sounds good to me too it sounds refreshing yeah. Thank you, Samantha. That was some good food. That was a good food portion. Did you get the Thank inspiration you. while while watching a K K drama? No, I just felt like we needed to I don't know, I felt like, okay, we've talked about a bunch of stuff. Maybe it's time to like branch out. Yeah, we and, should uh, we should do like a Yeah, this was different. Do uh And I knew any isn't yeah. South Korea had an entire food culture. And we probably didn't talk about any of it accurately today, but <laughs> we, d- we did our best as two white women could. Correct us if we're wrong, just send us an email. 
Yeah, that was awesome. I'll, I'll try to bring some. I'm definitely doing a Disney-themed uh, next time, but it is Ooh. based. It is an Epcot food section, so it's like foods from around the world, like That's poutine. Awesome. That's awesome. I'm going Which to Harry right Potter the World first soon. Time. Yeah, and we're gonna be missing each other. It's gonna be very sad. But you're it only is. going for a conference, so. It's true. I'm only going for a conference. Mm. Well, one day we'll be in the Magic Kingdom together. And by that, I mean heaven. Aww. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> me and Samantha aren't going there. Come on. Have you listened to the podcast? <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our reality TV section, which Molly typed typed in i did and she said y'all should do super sweet 16 and she went down you went down kind of a rabbit hole huh i did i watched like four or five episodes in a row that's not a rabbit hole <laughs> is it not <laughs> no it's not a I rabbit like hole one. um what would you define as a rabbit hole like five days in <laughs> where you don't leave the house and you like lose your job, which has happened to me a few times. No, when I watched Lost, there was a there was it was it was bad. If I had a job, I would have lost it. So, but uh, so yeah, let's talk about some terrible children who are spoiled to death. So we did the episode of Share. You say she's terrible. I thought she was still wholesome she she you thought she was wholesome sort of <laughs> you're saying that because of the dress aren't you <laughs> yeah that she was sweet i don't know she was she was one of the best that could like some of them are like really ungrateful and she was kind of grateful but let's she be honest she got everything, everything she, wanted. she wanted so i guess that's hard to say she was grateful so let's start from the beginning so in the beginning, she goes into Saks and gets, like, a $3,000 necklace. $13,000. $13,000 necklace. See, that stuff is just, like, I'm, like, I don't even know how much a necklace costs. I haven't worn a necklace in years. What's the difference between a $3,000 and a $13,000 necklace? To them, nothing. I, I don't know the difference. To them, nothing. <laughs> There's no – it's it's ridiculous. So you find out they're kind of, like, a small town in Florida? Uh, yeah. Or they're, like, the big, big shots. Definitely. They have a chateau. Their house is an actual castle. And uh, you... <laughs> Cher wants to do a New Orleans-themed party. Mm. And I just want to preface this. I, I looked at the episode description, and it said that David Blaine was the man doing the magic trick. Like that, and so I'm just waiting and waiting for David Blaine to be very disappointed that there was maybe a local magician that was. I I have no idea. This guy was a joke, but that's that's to later. But her magic trick went off perfectly. Oh my god, that was was the most fucking terrible magic (laughs) trick ever. So, so we start out with her. On a horse mm-hmm. with a banner that says share. And she's wearing the most ridiculous, like, jester hat. I'm not sure it was, what it is. It was strange. It was like you chose to make a moment with that. With everything else you could have 
with that, you know, with, with that. that. That was the thing with that hat. I was like, why wouldn't you wear like a masquerade mask? That kind of is like your your thing. But then she was handing out her her invitations were probably like two feet. Yeah, yeah, like a two foot mask. Very elaborate. Um, what the kids call extra. <laughs> uh, and so she was handing them out on a horse, which I mean. She's, she does a lot of things in here that I question. Molly was all for it. Well, part of my thought on it is it's a really small town, so this is the most exciting thing that happens to anyone there. So when she goes around on a horse, it's like, oh, wow, something cool happened. Yes. Yeah, I guess I guess you're right. That's probably true. Um, And then we go to what happens next. Oh, remember when she auditioned the guys and they had oh. their shit? Talk about objectifying. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So she invites about, like, 15 guys over, 10 to 15. And I was just discussing while watching this as the girls oohed and awed over these guys taking their shirts off to audition to lift her on a chair. That's what this is. Yes, that was the This was was – it was strange. Like, (sighs) it was a strange one for sure. Yeah. It made you a little uncomfortable. It made me a lot uncomfortable. Doing that. Like 15 year old boys <laughs> taking shells. out. 50% had puka shells on. <laughs> I, I shit you not. I was looking, and that was that was the time, like 2004 ish. Heck yeah. Puka shells were in. Puka shells were in. And then, so yeah, I was talking about it. Like, girls like ooing and awing over guys' bodies. I was like, that has just never even been like when you know you're really gay. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I know Molly was like, I, you know, but it's just not. Mm-mm. Anyway, you never fantasized about guys carrying you into your 16th. Birthday. Jesus, no. <laughs> I would have vomited. <laughs> yeah, I know. To be that close to so many shirtless people at that age, yeah. like not in a dressing room out in public, would have made me vomit. Just I was going to say, in our high school, yeah, in our high school experience, though, it was a lot of naked people backstage. I was like, why is this acceptable? But for some reason, it wasn't an art school. I was totally okay. Like, I was much more comfortable with nudity than most American teenagers, probably. But yeah. in a, I think I would have been so nervous to be so public like if anyone was looking at me when i was 16 i was nauseous so did everybody looking at me when i was that age around people who were half naked that would have just been like taken to the er immediately yeah it was very unfortunate because at the age of 14 i looked 30 so (laughs) there were lots of people that like i had to be like this is hey i'm 14 years old with my mother right now like this is not something you want to get into nope. um uh literally and so what comes next oh car shopping there's the car shopping there's the dress shopping scene which was oh. fantastic my god please take that away molly when she came out with that really skimpy dress i was expecting your mom to be like oh no that's a little too much for you but she was like i would have loved to have a dress like that at your age it- wasn't this the one with like super, super low cut and like cutouts? Yes. Right? Yes. So it was like a bikini. It looked like a bikini from behind. Yes. Kind of. It like slits up the legs. It was 
horrendous. Her dad's face when he saw it, though, was pretty great. It was pretty great. <laughs> pretty much worth it. It was just that she, like, Cher was like, are you sure? Like, I feel like it's a little much. And her mom's like, no, no it's go great. for it. Go for it. You look like, like a model. Oh, Lord God. Please save. <laughs> save these women. So By the way, guys, go- yeah. um, fun fact, she's now married, but her oh. brother was on The Bachelorette. No. no way. Where, what's her? Who's her brother? <laughs> oh, this is such a good. Who's her fact. brother? Grant Hubser. Hubsher. In what season? Bachelorette thirteen. Oh, that was a while ago, right? Yeah. No? Yeah. Yeah, I guess I've only been watching for the past like three years, four years. Yeah, Am but I he was on it, it religiously though. Since then, yeah, yeah. It's just in the family. Reality television's in the family. Yeah. It, apparently, she actually went on to... Exiled? Yeah. The MTV show. Uh, Molly said also that... Um, yeah, tell us about her life goals. Oh, yeah. So she went on Exiled, and they sent her to some foreign country. And she's... I can't remember all the details, but she was like, it changed my life, and now I want to go into pre-med and be a doctor that goes help and helps overseas in different countries. Wondering if that ever happened, because I was telling her, I was like, yeah, I had a lot of dreams like that, too, when I was watching Grey's Anatomy. I was like, this will be nice, and then I was like... She became a nurse. She became Aww. a nurse? Aw, I'm throwing shade that doesn't See, need to be See, that's what I mean. She's kind of sweet. <laughs> well, good for her. But let's go back to making fun of her a little bit. <laughs> so, so, she goes car shopping, and of course she picks out a $96,000 Jaguar red jaguar um and she's like this is it this is the one i want and then she says to her dad at least i fell in love with a car and not a boy and that's manipulation right that there. Is at its at its highest yes <laughs> and so so yeah <laughs> at least i'm not pregnant dad at least i'm not <laughs> pregnant i will if you don't get me this car um so then she goes float shopping because apparently you can't have a New Orleans party without a party float. It's Mardi Gras, not New Orleans. Ugh. Just to correct you there. Sorry. Well, I've just, I've messed up the whole episode. Let's just end now. I want to know if she's ever even been to New Orleans. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. So the float looks like shit. And they were pretty much like, it looks like shit. We need to fix it. So they ended up doing a pretty decent. Okay they did. Job. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to her, so she learns a magic trick, she does three costume changes, and a choreography, like, learns choreography for a dance. Don't you just want to enjoy your birthday party? Like, why are you going to do all this? Because she loves attention! Don't yeah. you remember? Yeah. She really, really, really so really much does. attention, and it, like, feels really good. <laughs> yeah. So, the party happens. She's carried in on a float. Mm-hmm. No, she's carried in by men. After the float. She, she shows up on a float. There's an amazing <laughs> magic trick that happens where she appears. It's the most cliche magic trick I've ever seen. It's but like, everyone in the crowd goes crazy for goes it. goes crazy. You can tell. Like, just by that, you know it's a small town. Like, they go apeshit. Yes, everyone's yelling the Everyone's whole time. yelling. Same thing with her dance performance. They were... Her pants were coming off, though. Oh, yeah. I forgot that the, her pants pretty much came off. And so the party happens, and we were talking about, like, how uncomfortable 
it is to watch a bunch of 15-year-olds grind up on each other. Oh, my God. But then we think about it and, like, that was our childhood. I danced like that. I I didn't. I don't know. I was afraid to touch anybody. I was like, ah. I don't know. That's a great decision. There's a picture of me at prom where they're, like, sandwiched me in and my face is hilarious. (laughs) I don't belong Um, here. (laughs) It is exactly the I don't belong here face. Uh, So the party was a success. She ended up getting her basically $100,000 car that I'm sure she'll wreck in two weeks. I just can't believe that. I cannot believe. I cannot believe. I cannot. No. no, None of this is believable. She didn't even go to Hebrew school, you know? Like, at least people who get bar by mitzvahs go to Hebrew school for, like, 13 years of their life. She didn't go to Hebrew school? She yeah, didn't know all this stuff. You did some research. Well, she's not Jewish, and bar bat mitzvahs happen at 13, and it's, like, a huge party. Like, I got t-shirts. She said she she's had like, a bar mitzvah. A bat mitzvah. What? Yeah, she oh, said she that did. was her next biggest party. She wanted to top it. She wanted to top it. Oh, that my party. God. I forgot she did already have a bar. Oh, what greedy. 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 She already had one. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's different than your 16th birthday, though. Apparently, when you have that much money... <laughs> Well, you can't wear that dress to your bar bar mitzvah, I'll tell you that. No. 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 That's, uh, that's, oh, wow. Greedy. Greedy. She's already had her moment in the sun. Yes. Well, I would love to see her on Exile. I might, oh, we yeah. might need to do we that show. I don't know what that show is, but um, next week we're going to follow up with another MTV show, Parental Control, which I totally forgot about until the other day, and I looked it up and I was like, oh, Yeah. This garbage. I loved this garbage. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Me too. I loved it. I loved yeah. it. Um, I forgot about it. And I was like, I honestly forgot about it until they started swapping out boyfriends. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's right. Yep. And they, it's like, it's so funny, too, because I forgot, like, it's not just the parent setting them up. It's like they have a partner mm-hmm. and the parent hates that partner. And then they, like, set them up on blind dates, which is... Uh, so many levels of bad, but so good to watch, which is everything that we well, watch yeah. on this show. This makes a good reality TV show. It does. It really does. Well, listen to here, and Samantha, you go get cooking, because you're cooking dinner, huh? I am. I'm cooking dinner. We're about to do a stir fry. Ooh, so, Nice. I know this is such exciting material for everyone. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at a taste of reality podcast or send us any suggestions or, you know, critiques on our Korean. Anyway, I'm going to start over with that. <laughs> you can also find us on iTunes and SoundCloud and you can email us at a taste of reality podcast at yahoo.com. Can I write my new podcast? Absolutely. I have started a new podcast with Catherine, and it is called The Creep Over. It is a spooky, ooky, <laughs> slumber party style sleepover podcast where we talk about all things scary, and we talk about movies, urban legends, ghost stories, all the goods. So listen to that. Our first episode's coming out soon. All right. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.